Are you there? I'm here. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I sound like a little bit wonky, it's because I'm uh, outside because I'm on the move right now. Hashtag on the run. <laughs> and I'm using my new mic setup. Oh, well, you sound better already. Um, if I sound messed up, it's because it's 100 degrees in here and I'm dying of heat exhaustion. <laughs> I am out here sweating like a whore in church. Like, when I tell you there is liquid in my pits, I'm not kidding. You know what the worst thing about being out here right now is? Hmm. That uh, we're so close to the ocean, when it gets super fucking hot, it just gets humid as all goddamn Ooh, hell. Ooh, so you got that so swampy. Yeah, where it's like muggy and disgusting. Yeah, yeah so it's like muggy, but also 116 degrees <laughs> Yeah, luckily I'm in the desert, so like it's a dry heat, but I'm still out here like I can't breathe. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> and it was crazy that it it's been like a dry heat for the past like a couple months, and then all of a sudden just switched. It was like, yeah, no, gotcha, bitch. You thought wrong. <laughs> they had us in the first half, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> you got you know what? You got me there, nature. You caught me. You got me slipping. <laughs> you got me slipping. That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we should introduce ourselves this is bruh is a murder a true crime and musical podcast i am andre matthews i'm angeline galloway and we're gonna talk to you about some true crime so okay first off i do want to get a shout out to one of our listeners let me pull up her instagram if my phone wants to cooperate which it doesn't so, <laughs> but she sent us she sent us a local case about a marine corporal named Stephen McKay and uh, I she wanted me to talk about her bring attention to it and the issue was that there just wasn't a lot of information on it and I was looking into it like just trying to find anything really on it but like with a lot of people of color cases there was no media coverage right and there just wasn't enough information. Mm -hmm. So what I do have is that he was 28 and he died in a shooting in his apartment and it seemed to be like a BNE. Someone went inside, broke into it and shot him. And that's really just it, which sucks and it's sad. It's happened in Baltimore, Maryland. And I'll give you the, I'll give out the number because they're still trying to investigate and find suspects of it because they still have no idea who freaking did this. Oh my God. And again, hopefully my phone wants to cooperate. All right, there it is. So, yeah, Stephen McKay, 28 Marine Corporal, young black man, loved by his family, just shot in a fucked up B&E. And if you have any information living in the Baltimore area, uh, please contact Metro Crime Stoppers at 866-7-LOCKUP. Again, that's 866 866- Seven lockup, and there's also a ten thousand dollar reward on it, any information leading to the arre- an arrest. Ugh. So hopefully, someone out there see something, say something. You know? Yeah, absolutely. That and that's, that's terrible. Awful. My heart goes out to his family. Ugh, that's heartbreaking. And I'll yeah, I'll not keep my ear to the ground on that because maybe something might pop up. You never know. Sometimes people come forward, or maybe someone just. There's some information out there, so we'll see. So, uh, I went first last time. Do you want to go first this time? Um, I can do it, man. Let's just dive in. Yeah, let's just dive up. Uh, what's that song by Jason Derulo? 
Jason Derulo. Wait, okay, wait. Before we dive in, did you see that awful trailer for the new Cats movie? Oh, it's made of nightmares. That thing was horrifying. Made of nightmares. But the part, it's naming this all-star cast. It's like Judy Dench, Taylor Swift, Jason Derulo. I was like, this? This is what you've become? Like, Jason, I already did not have high hopes, but this is how, like, slow you've stooped. This is an issue. How the mighty have fallen. Oh, how the mighty have fallen, Jason. So if anyone out there wants to go see Cat starring Jason Derulo, I guess my message to you is get some self-respect. I want you to love yourself enough to know that you don't need to subject yourself to that ever. You're better than that. Like, even the furry community was like, you know what? It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> If furries are turning down this opportunity, that should be a sign to you. On the flip side, if you are a <laughs> furry, are not okay. if you are a furry feeling empowered and you think I'm going to dress up and go to this movie, I respect your lifestyle and I think that's beautiful for you and like have, you know, you go on yeah. with your bad self. Yeah, show out and show the fuck up, all right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, switching gears. <laughs> <laughs> It's the most eloquent segue. segue I can come up with. All right. So, um, Rebecca Zahau. Actually, so it may be Zahau. It's Z-A-H-A-U. I'm going to say Zahau, but I could be wrong, so I apologize. Um, okay. She was born March 15th, 1979, and she was a Burmese immigrant. She was born to Falam, or she was born in Falam, Chin State, which was a town in northwestern Burma. Uh, She lived in Nepal and Germany before moving to the U.S. about 10 years before her death. And in 2008, Zahao began dating Jonas Shaknai, the CEO of Medicis Pharmaceutical. Um, Shaknai's position at Medicis made him the ninth highest paid CEO in Arizona. He earned $6.4 million in 2010, and he had two previous marriages. Can I just say something? Yeah. He already sounds like a villain in a Marvel movie. Right? Right? (laughs) <laughs> is this not I'm, like I'm always suspicious yeah like sounds just like a complete narcissist CEO um so the whole family's messed up but we'll get into it so his first marriage was to Kimberly right. James and it resulted in divorce in a three year custody fight over the couple's two children he also had a son Maxfield Aaron or Max Shacknai who was born on June the 7th, 2005, with his second wife, Dinah Romano. However, Shaknai and Romano's marriage was marked by ongoing claims of domestic violence from both parties and ended in divorce. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. So, fast forward to July 11th, 2011. Zahao, Max, and Zahao's teenage sister, Zena, were at the Spreckles Mansion in Coronado, California, um, which is what Shaknai used as a summer estate. At some point during that day, Max fell face first over a second floor banister and suffered injuries to his spinal cord and facial bones, the former of which affected his heart rate and breathing. Um, Zahao said she was in the bathroom at the time and she found Max moments later and her sister Zena called 911. Max wasn't breathing and he was unresponsive and was taken to Rady Children's Hospital and he died on July 16th due to brain damage caused by oxygen deprivation for like resulting from his injuries. Um, so oh, shit. yeah, so already things are a mess. Um, and it's super sad. So on July 26th, investigators ruled that his death was an accident, speculating that he somehow tripped. And then on July 12th, 2011, 
Zahao dropped Zena off at the airport for a flight back to Missouri and then picked up Shaknai's brother, Adam, who just arrived on a flight from Memphis. So this was one day later. Zahao, Shaknai, and Adam, who was her boyfriend, ate dinner with a friend named Howard that evening, and Zahao and Adam returned to the returned to the Spreckles mansion while Jonah supposedly kept a vigil at Max's bedside with his mother, Dinah. Um, and he would leave the hospital to recuperate at a nearby Ronald McDonald house. There were reports of loud music coming from the Spreckles mansion later that night. So basically, Zahao and her boyfriend's brother go back to the mansion while everyone stays at the little boy's bedside. On the morning of July 13th, at roughly 6.45 a.m., Adam stated that he found Zahao's nude body hanging from a balcony with her wrists and ankles bound and her hands behind her back. She was gagged with a blue long sleeve t-shirt wrapped around her head and the sleeves double knotted and stuffed into her mouth. There was also what appeared to be tape Ooh. residue on her legs. Yeah. So, Adam calls 911 at 6.48 a.m., then sends a text message to his brother to inform him of the news. He cut down Zahao's body before the police arrived and medics attempt to revive her but pronounced her dead at the scene. Police initiated forensic and toxicology testing on her body as part of an autopsy to determine the cause of death. Um, speculations of foul play began early on in the case. However, investigators were unable to find any other DNA at the scene besides the house. And on September 2nd, the San Diego County Sheriff's Department formally announced their finding that Zahao had committed suicide. But, yeah. So this woman was found nude, hanging, with her hands behind her back, gagged. And they ruled that this was a suicide. I, I get, you know, when there's a will, there's a way. But I doubt anyone will bind themselves. I don't think it's, how can you bind yourself, gag yourself, and then hold yourself off a balcony? It, it seems excessive. Exactly. And, like, your hands are tied behind your, your back, but you were somehow able to climb over a balcony and throw yourself off. And then you're home alone with your boyfriend's brother and his nephew that you were home alone with just sustained this fatal injury and like we don't think there's any kind of motive here i don't know but so an autopsy on zahal was conducted by the famed pathologist dr cyril wecht at her family's request and wecht testified that he believed fractures in zahal's throat were caused by manual strangulation not by suicidal hanging um he also stated that he thought zahal's death was a homicide in addition other inaccuracies inaccuracies were found with the sheriff's department investigation um including evidence that indicated that zahal was sexually assaulted before her death god damn it yeah so we can kind of see what's happening here um so her younger yeah. sister snow and horwath insisted that becky did not commit suicide my sister was murdered and her former trainer also stated that she was always happy and always smiling when she came in i didn't see a problem or anything like that Family members disputed police characterizations of Zahao as depressed, describing her instead as a happy person. Furthermore, they state that Zahao believed as a Christian that suicide was wrong, and after the suicide ruling, her ex-husband was quoted as saying, I would not believe Rebecca would commit suicide. It's out of character. So Wait, so you said the police were describing her as depressed? Yeah, they were like, well, she was depressed, you know, she was really down, she just committed suicide. Like, And everyone's like, no, she was a happy person. How the fuck would they know? Yeah. She may have been a little down because her boyfriend's child died and she found the body. Like, Just it's died, been two yeah. days, but she was not a depressed person. That's, was, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, like, anyone would be upset, but she wasn't <laughs> suicidal. So, anyways, 
Her family's obviously not convinced that she committed suicide, so they begin to speculate that her boyfriend's brother, Adam Shacknight, had assaulted her, murdered her, and then staged the death to look like a suicide. And he was never convicted of any criminal charges, but the jury in a civil trial determined in April 2018 that Adam had caused the Howe's death and awarded her mother, Parisa Howe, approximately 5.6, sorry, 5.167 million in damages. Adam, I mean, hey, get, cut, a, cut a check. Yeah, so basically the criminal trial that w- went nowhere, um, the civil trial, this guy has to pay them a bunch of money in damages. Um, Adam still insists that he's innocent, and his attorneys initially filed an appeal to the civil jury's decision, but later withdrew the appeal after reaching a settlement agreement with the insurance company and the Zahao family that was outside of the verdict. And after the agreement had been yeah. reached, a judge dismissed the case, but noted that the verdict against Adam remained. He said, I'm glad it's over, but it's not the way I wanted it to end. I wanted to go through the process for an appeal. So even after all that, he's like, I don't owe you guys any money. Like, still maintaining so did, that this woman br- found her own yeah. arms behind her back, threw herself off of back a balcony and gagged herself and committed suicide. Yeah, <laughs> and just yeeted herself off a balcony. What the fuck? Yeah. Wait, so did her... Did the brother, like, not... Did the brother's brother, like, you know, her husband, was he on his side? Um, so as far as I read into the case, like, it seemed like he tried to stay out of it. But basically everyone is just kind of trying to maintain, oh, well, she committed suicide. Um, but anyways, after... Even though everything leads to her not being suicidal. Yeah, there's, like, evidence from this other famed, um, autopsy expert that she was sexually assaulted before her death. So it's like, come on, dude. Are you kidding me? Um, After the jury's decision, the San Diego County Sheriff's Department reopened the investigation, but once again, they determined in December of 2018 that Zahao had taken her own life, despite all the evidence to the contrary. So, this was just a short one, but come on. Like, this one was infuriating to read about. Like, this Burmese immigrant who's been happy her entire life, this poor accident befalls her boyfriend's son, all of a sudden, she's found with her. She winds up dead. Yeah, with her hands behind her back, gagged and thrown over a balcony, and everyone. As if someone was like torturing her or something. Yeah, it's just like no, it was a suicide. Like, and obviously, her boyfriend's son had kind of befallen this accident under her care, which is traumatic, anyways. Yeah. But to think that his brother wouldn't so then come fam- in, yeah, and not have a motive. Like, obviously, he's pissed that his nephew is dead. Like. I'm going to take revenge on someone. Yeah, so they probably, they probably blamed her. Yeah. They probably blamed her and just took it out on her. Yeah. Which, not okay. Which, I, I mean, I, I feel like I have to say this, but like, allegedly, but I'm saying allegedly this man killed this woman and they staged it to look like a suicide. And other than that civil jury trial where he had to pay money, like, he's still walking around free. Yeah, so I don't get, what's the difference between a civil jury and like, the criminal case one like if the civil one was like oh yeah no nah, this fucking dude did they say that he did it or did they just say oh you owe her money for like emotional damage or something or so basically a criminal trial is you are convicted of a crime found guilty of that crime and you will be sent to prison or whatever um a civil mm-hmm. trial is a little different because in civil trials you sue for damages so it's not a criminal trial okay. where it's like we have found you of guilty of murder but in a civil trial, it's more like you are responsible for whatever damages and we expect monetary compensation. So in the civil trial, oh, they were able to hold him accountable somewhat. Um, a criminal trial is a little different because it's all or nothing. It's you're either guilty or you're not. 
there's a little more wiggle room with yeah, a civil no, trial. Like, well, hey, he got to fucking cut a check, so he hurting on that one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, somewhat, but you have to figure he's <laughs> part of, like, this medical legacy. They're all million millionaires. Yeah. Like, it's peanuts to them. Um, but anyway, so I heard about this case and was just like, what the hell? <laughs> um, I'm understandably pissed, as per usual, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's never a happy ending. <laughs> you know what? See, stories like these make me want to become a vigilante and just go beat these people's ass. It's rough. Like, it's just rough. And I swear to God, if anyone ever finds me gagged, naked, and hanging with my hands tied behind my back, and you bitches try to say (laughs) she committed suicide, I'm coming back to haunt all of you. Like, are you serious? And this is... And this is you stated this on a podcast, so this is like your verbal, it's like a verbal contract. Yeah, this is evidence. If anybody finds her hanging from a balcony, yeah. it's foul play. It wasn't suicide. So I, the foul is the foul. I'm just in awe that this man got away with it. Like it's wild to me. Disappointed, but never surprised. You know. Yep. Well, story of our life on this podcast. <laughs> So before we go to a break, I'll let you choose the next story because I have two to pick from. Mm-hmm. They're both a little shorties, but they're both crazy within their own right. So do you want to hear of a robbery gone wrong or a police shooting? Ooh, I, I feel like it's been heavy on the police shooting. So I'll go robbery gone yeah. wrong, switch it up a little bit. Because, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> robbery gone wrong. After, there will always be another police this, shooting, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, we can do that next time. <laughs> so, after this short break, we'll come back with a robbery gone wrong. I can't hold on, I can't hold on, I can't let you go, I can't let you go, I won't let you go, I won't let you go, but I gotta go, but I gotta go, contradicted in my head, right now in my bed, all my feelings they are dead, no more tears I can shed, all my wrists they have bled, all this love that I drink, all love has been misled, I was stuck in this big head, praying to God to give me your love, baby go with me tight like a glove, red blessing from up above, bitch I love you but I'm a thug. So, 
remember when Cardi B came out with that whole story about how she used to like invite men over her house and like drug them and rob them? Yeah. And like the internet went crazy and everyone was like freaking out, calling her all types of names and stuff. And she was like, oh, that was in the past and it was wrong. And she made it up to it. Right. So this, again, and this one's kind of short. But uh, this one is about a woman who seduced a man, brought him back to her house to rob him, and then was fatally shot in the head. Wait, she was shot in the head or he was shot in the head? She was shot in the head. Okay. Yeah. So a woman got shot after she seduced the man and lured him to her apartment to rob him. Uh, She was 19 years old and it's happening in Clayton County. So she was shot at her apartment after she tried to lure the man inside to rob him. They had been like a bar, you know. She hit him up with them eyes, <laughs> twirled him up. <laughs> you know, she did, her, she did uh, some city girl shit and got him back to her apartment. Pretty girl shit. <laughs> uh, police ar- yeah. <laughs> uh, police arrived to the apartment uh, outside Riverdale about 9 p.m. and found Mrs. Parker dead on the ground, shot in the face. Parker was taken to a local hospital where she was currently in critical conditions, but later died of her wounds. And according to police, Parker invited the man into her home and tried to rob him with the help of three other people. So there was three other people in the apartment hiding in the back while she had him on the couch and was like, you know, buttering him up. Uh, Clayton police woman spoke up and said that the state has at least one per- says at least one person came out with a gun to rob him. So after he was down and she got gave she got gave a cue to the other accomplices. The three came out. One put out a gun, and when he put out a gun, this guy that she was robbing was like, "Ha I also have a gun," and put out his gun. And there was a quick exchange of rounds, like really brief between the two. And she was hit in a crossfire, and the man that she was robbing managed to get away and call police. Oh man! So he got away. Yeah. So he got away, called police, but didn't indicate himself. Like he really, he didn't at first give out his own information stuff like that because he was like, you know, he didn't want to get in trouble for a murder. Mm-hmm. But now he is cooperating with the officers. Okay. Now the others involved in the attempted robbery have not been located. And police said that Parker's neighbor had ran over to the door after hearing the gunshots and like, cause she, there was two police, there was, there was two 911 calls. The guy who robbed and the neighbor who ran over to help and, you know, found her dead. And unfortunately, like, she was a mom Aww. of two small children. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, she was 19, a mom, which she did was wrong, but like, I don't think she should have lost her life over that. Mm-mm. But it's really a high, it was a, it was a really fucked up high stakes, like, in that moment kind of situation where everyone's just, like, shooting at each other. <laughs> like, it was just, it's a crazy situation. Well, yeah, but in that, that puts situation, it's hard because it's, like, nobody's in the right. Like, you tried to rob this man. The people yeah. backing you up brought a gun. He had a gun. Like, had a weapon a not for him presented. Who <laughs> like, knows how it would have gone down? Like, yeah, it's just, it's a rough situation all around. That's, no one, yeah, no one was okay in this one. Yeah, no one comes <laughs> out you know, smelling like roses. Winning. <laughs> and the police are still trying to figure out who her accomplices were. Uh, well, you know what? I think I'm going to do the second one, too. Because the second one's not that long either. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, we have time. We're going to get both. We have time. So, and that was a story of Mrs. Parker and her robbery gone wrong. So, hey, 
let's not try to rob people because you never know what can happen. It's not, yeah, you know, we're not all going to come out of it like Cardi B and have like an award-winning rap career. Sometimes uh, people die, no. so let's just not do it. Yeah, let's be a, walk on a cautious side. <laughs> I get times are hard, but just be cautious out there. Here at Breast, the right, murder, so. we're very anti-robbery. <laughs> we're anti-robbery, anti-murder. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just like be cool, yeah. man. You know, both should be avoided at all costs. <laughs> so now on to this next case. So let me ask you, how many bullets do you think it takes to kill a, a person? Man, I don't know. I feel like just one if it strikes right. Like I feel like it depends on where you're aiming and where it's landing. You know. Well, a LA County Sheriff's deputy thinks it takes thirty-seven to kill a man. That sounds like on June sixth. Excessive. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like you might just be bad <laughs> that, at your aim if that's the case. It's very excessive, but um, okay. Thir- what, 37, 37 bullets in three different guns, two of which used by the same officer. But I'll get into it. So, on June 6, Ryan Tywin, a 24-year-old father of three and a black man who was unarmed, was shot 37 times by LA Sheriff's deputy. And there has been no real major media coverage on this. Mm-hmm. So on June 6th, Ryan was reportedly sitting, and there's a video soon, I put the video on social media, so the video's upsetting. Uh, <laughs> he was sitting in his car with a friend when police officers arrived at the scene. A female relative of Taiwan, I'm sorry, Taiwan, left the scene fearing that problems may arise because she didn't trust police and believe that they would be harassed by them, which guess what? That exactly happened. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, so they were, so they were, par- yeah. So they were just in a parking lot sitting. Police kind of was driving by. She said, "You know what? I'm getting the fuck out of here because I don't want to deal with the police." Ryan went to go do the same, and as he did that, the police stopped him and surrounded the car, making it unable for him to escape. And this is for literally no reason at all. So uh, on Twitter, according to Melina Abdullah, who is a well-known and verified activist, who spoke up. And spoke to Ryan's family, said that the officers removed his friend from the passenger side and began assaulting him. According to eyewitness, a sheriff deputy alleges that during the, like, when he went to go talk to Ryan and his friend sitting in the car, that out of nowhere, Ryan just pulled a gun on him for no reason. So that's why he began shooting at him. And he unloaded his handgun. Like, all the eyewitnesses say, you can see in the video, that he literally unloaded his handcuff handgun into this man oh my gosh uh he he visibly ran out of bullets and then he went back to his vehicle grabbed a rifle it's his rifle in in a couple articles but when i'm looking at the video it looks more like a shotgun and then continued to shoot at ryan along with his partner so they're both shooting at him he runs out of bullets goes grabs a rifle and continues shooting at him as uh the car is like backing up and like kind of pulling off to the side because clearly he was trying to get away after he started getting shot. Uh, and eyewitnesses were there say that there were more than 30 shots. Oh my god! But we found out there were 37. Ugh. Yeah, and again, there has been no real reports by major media networks on his death. And a sheriff, was it a sergeant from the department came out and said, he made an official like statement and said that during a contact with two individuals, a deputy involved shooting occurred. One individual was struck in the upper torso and later was pronounced dead at the scene. 
and it was reported that a gun was never found at the crime scene and there was no evidence of a gun ever being there like okay so so the story is yeah the story is this guy who was shot 37 times had a gun with him Mm -hmm. and there's no there was no gun there's no gun found on this dead body at the crime scene no not not the crime scene not his body not on a car not on his passenger's body well his passenger's alive but he got hit too but he alive but his passenger didn't have a gun no one had a gun no one had any drugs no one had any weapons there's nothing even though this officer said the reason for him shooting him was because he had a gun on him and pulled it. So, what the fuck? I just... Uh, Black Lives... Yeah, it's like, what? It just, like, for me, as someone who is studying the law and kind of has an inkling towards criminal justice, like, the fact that that will even stand in a criminal investigation, there's no evidence and you just killed someone, like, there's no evidence that this is self-defense or whatever, or even if they do draw a weapon out and they drop it and put their hands up and you still shoot, like, come on. What are you doing, man? <laughs> I just, ugh, ugh, the world. And uh, Black, Lives, Black Lives Matter Los Angeles posted on their Instagram and Twitter about the case, just basically saying the same thing that he was dragged out of his, his friend was dragged out of his car he was shot multiple times and there needs to be justice for his body like he was a loving father of three kids he had six siblings and a close-knit family everyone said that he was like he was you know that older brother that everyone went to like he was kind of the staple of the family kept everyone together and it was a real loss uh and his girlfriend was also arrested and beaten by the police because she was quote-unquote resisting arrest so all around, the police has really like shattered this family and are not taking responsibility for it. Well, it, imagine and, uh, this family, but then imagine this girlfriend. Like she was been there, assaulted by police herself, watches her boyfriend get killed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, for anybody to have to go through that is just heartbreaking. Like, ugh, I, it's sad. That's really sad. And and kind of like on the lighter note i guess uh taiwan's family at the time they couldn't pay for any of the expenses that came along with having someone murdered in your family so like autopsies you know yeah the funeral things like that so they started to go fund me to help raise some money for it and they went well past their you know what their limit was they needed a couple thousand i think last time i checked they made over ten thousand which surpassed everything they needed and they were really thankful for that like really put out how like that means a lot and they're whatever is left over they're going to really do something good with it too uh and it (laughs) this sucks that's really all i have on there but again so tldr black man was shot 30 plus times for having a gun that he ended up not actually having and it's not the first time that uh la county sheriff's departments like i mean sheriff's deputies have been fucking up because you can look it up. I looked it up, too. In the whole country, California has the most police shootings. Oh, really? Yep. I guess that's... I shouldn't say not surprising, but I'm also not surprised, so... <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> when I read it, I was like, yeah, I'm not... I'm not surprised, actually. <laughs> Man, so, um, three rough stories all around. Yeah, top to bottom, pretty rough. But we made it through it again. Rashida, <laughs> Melanin Poppin. <laughs> Melanin Poppin. I um 
I went to the lake with my family this weekend, so my melanin is really popping. I was like, I forgot how dark I truly get in these summer months. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday I was walking to the gym, and I won my one friend who's sorry that she came up to me she's like Matthew you're looking black as hell today. I was like you know what I am you know what you're like black boy joy black boy magic I am on it today <laughs> I am glowing <laughs> I know I love it I'm like I feel like I've ascended to my higher form I've evolved <laughs> this is what Beyonce won the yeah. <laughs> when I've got that nice Beyonce oh, have glow you heard the new Lion King album yet I listened to the Lion King album. I haven't listened to her, like, companion album yet. I did hear Spirit and watch the music video, which, oh my god, she's done it again. Listen, that, that her album, her personal one that she made, that shit bumps. Like, it, it slaps. Everything she yeah, does. There's, like, three songs that are my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Brown Skin Girl is beautiful, and Blue Ivy's on there singing. Like, Blue a Ivy with angel. her red, it made me wanna did cry. you see her with her red hair? Yes. I, she's adorable. Uh, she's, a, she's a visionary. I died. I know. I'm like, the fact that there are people in 2019 sleeping on Beyonce is one thing. The fact that there are people sleeping on Blue Ivy? <laughs> sleeping on Blue Ivy. That should be illegal. Like, that's a, you, that's you, criminal. Because, you know, wait, wait like five years when she really start coming out here and showing the fuck off. Because <laughs> she already be singing. She was on, she was on Jay-Z's album. She was rapping already, too. Like, listen, she's a force. She is a force. She's a force <laughs> she's letting to be rest reckoned down. with. I just, can't, I can't wait to see. I love seeing those videos of her at art studios. Yeah, just bidding, bidding on pieces. She's like, we're, get, we're gonna put down a solid <laughs> like she, nine mil on this. Her parents are just like, well, what Blue Ivy says goes. So I guess this is ours now. Like she's more cultured than I am. <laughs> she truly is. <laughs> at the tender age of, what is she, four or five? She's a baby. She's a little baby. Yeah, I think she's like five. Yeah, I think she's like five or six. Oh man! But she has more. T- she has better taste than I do. In the finer things. I just feel like I'm but, like okay, I'm yeah, like so. sixty in Blue Ivy years. <laughs> I feel like an old curmudgeon, <laughs> and there's just this burgeoning like burst of light in the world. That's a Blue Ivy. It's a Blue Ivy's world. We're just living in it. We're just living in it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so brown, uh, brown Skin Girl's a great song. It's beautiful. Uh, Water Slaps. Like, it made me want to shake my ass. All right. And uh, Mood Forever. Mood Forever was a whole mood. <laughs> <laughs> well, as it should be. I should but, hope so with a name like that. And you know what I did, too? I made a playlist. I could send it to you. I combined the Lion King album, Beyonce's one, with the Black Panther <gasps> one. And it fits together so perfectly, and it is insane. Oh my god! Okay, send that to me because that um, R&B playlist you sent me that Garbarino made for you—is that her name? Incredible. Yeah. So I know, right? Yeah, I'm like, I am on board for all these playlists. I listen to it when I'm in the shower, before I go to bed. I'm like, this is my jam. <laughs> you know what? I listen to it when I'm in the shower, sleeping too. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. It's so common for just wanting to like chill out. I don't know if chill there's out. a way to like share that publicly, <laughs> but if there is, everyone needs to listen to this playlist because it is amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put it out there because it's just so just like relaxing and like so like all the vocals are just so wonderful. Never fails to deliver. Uh, and uh, what what else? Oh yeah, follow us on the socials. Bros of Murder on Facebook, Murder Bra on Twitter. Our Instagram also is Bros Murder. Our YouTube is Bros Murder because we're uploading to YouTube now. And that's it for me. That's it for me as well. Just you got on your thank end. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys. 
Oh, and also... Thank you for being a friend. Please, more listener input. If there's a story in your area you want covered, I think that's great. And we would love to shine a light on that, so... Yeah, we'll try, we'll try to dig into it and get as much information as we can out. And even if we can't get a lot, we'll still try to make <laughs> bring awareness to it because these cases don't get enough light and that's what we're doing here we're bringing light to these cases oh, so great. yeah i think i'm good guess we're gonna say goodbye now <laughs> <laughs> goodbye hello